extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But, but, but. Some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. Some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Our democracy. Our democracy. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Morning show. I'm smoking half of this blunt from last night. Running low on chronic. And I don't think I get paid until like next week. What the? Summer's around the corner. The weather's heating up. Matter of fact, I gotta turn the air on. What the? Damn. That feels better. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Gotta go down. 
I'm back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. intro intro before getting started music oh yeah jersey judah back another edition another episode of the crimson capsule Chapel, all right. <laughs> Got some green tea on deck, so I'm good. Um, <clears throat> morning time for me right now. I don't know how I'm going to be uploading this shit today. My plan this is the plan. I know I'm going to record twice today. But I'm attempting to record three times, and that includes after work, Cuzzo, going to do an hour, because we did two hours and some change, and I wasn't able to upload the episode and do anything with it. So I figure we'll stick with the hour long, allowing him to choose, you know, what to talk about, but... That's the plan today. Um, right now, 11.18 a.m., uh, plan on doing something around 
7 o'clock during break. And like I said, uh, 11 o'clock, 10.45, 11 o'clock until 12, till midnight. So let's see if this works out today. I don't know. <clears throat> you know how the days get, man. I always have a problem with doing activity after work. Especially like the summertime. <clears throat> excuse me. The summertime is going to be the worst because that's when I start working from, I think, 730 to 4 or 7 to 430, something like that with, with Fridays off. But by the time I get off of work from actually working, doing work, I'm usually exhausted. But enough with that bullshit. We got some things to talk about. We got a video from Doc Rich. He black. And that video, I believe, is called Share This With Your Democratic Friend. I don't think I have any of them. But that's what the video is called. I know it has something to do with the president, former president, and all that other good shit. But I wanted to ask a question, right? I wanted to ask a question of when did you realize your old friends never existed? When did you realize your old friends never existed? What do I mean by that? What the? This nigga tripping. I'm black. Um, I always I used to talk about this. I still do it every now and then when I wake up. If I'm not uploading or if I'm not sharing my episode on Facebook, I'm looking at um, on this day or they call it memories, Facebook memories, in which it goes back to the current day, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, six years ago, whatever. And I look at these posts and not even like remember posting the shit Our friends, old friends would tag me into shit. And I'll go, what the? But at the time, you you don't you don't think about it, I guess. I always have this thing where unless there's something to be truly established between two people, the only thing that keeps people together is misery and loneliness. I know that sounds fucked up, but hear me out. The only thing that keeps people together is misery and loneliness. And it doesn't matter how close two people or multiple people are as friends. If there comes a better opportunity to be elsewhere and to do better things, right? They'll do it. Right? And and then you'll, you'll see the type of people that would consider themselves your friends at a time where maybe you have something that they really want or you're constantly the person who's working, you're the person with money, you're a person with a car, you're a person with your own house, your own shit, and these people aren't. Or I've talked about the burden buddies, the burden buddies, which are so-called friends that only hit you up when they have issues or when they need something or when they're going through something. But when they're actually doing good, out of sight, out of mind, they'll forget about you. You may have helped them in the past, but eh, 
that was the past. So the question being, when did you realize your old friends were just old? They weren't even friends. They were just people that you dealt with previously. And whatever, whatever thought that you had for that person meant nothing. And we're just talking about friends. We're not talking about relationships. Right. And I was just going through, I was going through um, Facebook memories or on this day, whatever the fuck they call it. I'm black. And I'm looking at all these posts. I'm like, yo. And there is some, some people you'll come across later on in life, like the old friends, the people that you would hang out with every day, the people you used to like play video games with and, you know, bullshit around with that spirit or that energy from that time no longer exists, right? It's two people going in two going in two completely different paths. And the problem with most people is they can't accept it. They can't accept that they're going into a different direction or the person they used to be friends with is going in a different direction. And they take it personal. They have uh, vendettas against those who've moved on. However they did it, they just moved on. And I talked about this a couple weeks ago, coming across the old friend from like 2017, right? And how nothing's changed with that person, right? Matter of fact, he became a father. He became a father in one sense. So I guess that's something good, but he ain't working. He's complaining about being homeless or whatever. And it's just like nothing's changed. You didn't learn anything throughout the years. You didn't make no progress. And then you got to be the better person. And when I say a better person, I don't mean um, financially, but you have to be you have to be the better person morally, right? It's like, okay, I'm 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 making I'm making moves, I'm working, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm not gonna conversate with a person all fucking day on on Facebook. I'm not going to, you know, do all this and that. I got my own shit. And it's like some people just don't understand it. <clears throat> I wanted to go through this video from um it was a Batman Beyond uh, or Batman Beyond Six Four Forever? I forgot the name. He black, but he was talking about <clears throat> niggas that be panhandling and shit. Like niggas that just always want to play the victim and always want to blame somebody else for um, for their situation besides themselves. So I might get into that later on tonight. Maybe who knows. We got Doc Rich though to talk about, but yeah, it was just something that I that I figured it would be necessary to mention, right? Because every every person who is at least in their thirties can say that previously, maybe fifteen years ago, they did not vision or picture themselves in the situation that they're in today, right?
And a lot of that has to do with friends because the friends have the lot have a lot to do with your influence. It would be like it would be like a square hanging out with criminals. Like what are you doing hanging out with a bunch of criminals? Right? Like you don't they don't understand your way of thought, you don't understand their way of thought. But because you're so fascinated with that image of being a thug or that image of being whatever, you just follow suit. You want to become something that you're not rather than embrace who you truly are. And by most likely embracing who you truly are, people will respect you and would actually consider you uh, a friend or someone who's at the very least brutally honest. But that it just it's just like a cycle. So everybody wants to follow that. They lose themselves. They lose their their essence. They lose their spirit in the process. And like I mentioned before, with the spirit, the spirit is within, right? So the body in itself is the church. The body is the temple that the Lord has blessed you with. The spirit is within you that is of the Lord, right? But if you follow other people's thoughts and emotions who aren't on the same accord, you're going to get lost. And that's why I say, like, when it comes to women and even guys, they're spiritually lost. They have no spirit. They have no essence. You know what I mean? They don't have... A drive that's from within. They don't even have motivation from within, so they have to go elsewhere to find that motivation and to find whatever it is out there that they need. And they get even lost. They get they get even further into getting lost, losing themselves. What the? Sad. And the real sad part about it is. <clears throat> A lot of men today, they'll they won't understand this. They won't get to that point until they're probably my age. I'll be 35 this year. What the old head? I'm old, man. I'll be 35 this year. What the? But um, they they probably won't understand it until they're about 30. I really started. I didn't fully understand it, <clears throat> but I guess the intellectual side you know, waking up intellectually, the quote unquote woke aspect, you know, late, late twenties. That's when I started to really, you know, open my eyes and see what's really going on. But it wasn't until I came like 33, 32, that's when it all started to make sense. There's certain things that you can understand right away. Certain things you just pick up on. It could be something that you pointed out previously, but you just needed someone else to point it out. What the? Like, I know I ain't crazy, so I'm glad this person pointed it out. You see what I mean? But when you become sure of self, when you become sure of self, sure of spirit, you you become you become completely separated from surroundings. 
you become separate. You're you're in the world, but you're not of the world, as they say. Right. It's the same principle. But. That whole idea of chasing old friends or chasing old girlfriends or chase even even to an extent, not not completely, but even to the extent of hobbies like, oh, I'm going to do this hobby that I used to do. Maybe you want to do something new. Maybe you should do something new. Maybe you, if you were talking about something, maybe you should talk about deeper subjects. Talk about thought-provoking issues. But most people can't do that. And I'm not no fucking intellectual. I'm a pseudo-intellectual. I say things that sound good because they're actually good. They're not lies. I just know how to word things when necessary. But the intellectual wake-up was... Realizing that you could, you're possibly being lied to, right? And then learning from others' experiences and then latching on to that or resonating with that or being influenced by that and sort of still having control over your destiny and what you have and the things that you can control and not get wrapped up and get stressed out and shit that you can't control. <laughs> you see what I mean? That's that's the that's the spiritual wake up. The intellectual wake up is just realizing, hey, I'm being lied to. But then it's that question of, well, what am I going to do about it? You know what I mean? Well, how if you if you have something to say, how do you say it, right? Most people, they're soft. They talk just like this. You can barely hear them. Me, I got to speak up. Got to speak up. Can't do it. You know what I mean? I just try to make the experience and the episode as outlandish, creative, yet thought-provoking as possible. Right? But really, the old friends... The old friends is like being it's like it's, it's crazy that I'm using this analogy because it makes perfect sense. Old friends. Watch. This makes well, perfect sense. Right. Old friends are like old characters in a book where it's like either the character gets arrested or something happens to the character. And four or five, even 10 chapters later, the character's name is brought back up. That's what old friends remind me of. You're in a different you're in a different part of your journey, your navigation, right? And it's almost like people choose to backtrack or people choose to take the U-turn dealing with old friends that's not doing nothing new. They choose that. It's like self, it's almost like, uh, what do they say it is? Uh, self-sabotage? Where it's like women, especially, and I'm, I'm gonna break this shit down. With women, what I mean with self sabotage in terms for women is, it's like they're not comfortable doing good. They're not comfortable doing good. They're not. When things are going good, they self sabotage. They do something stupid, they fuck things up. Not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. 
women. Self-sabotage. Oh, this guy is too good. He must be cheating. What the? <laughs> and you got her airheaded, hooligan, hood rat, hood booger ass girlfriends, white, black, it don't matter, Western women in general. Her network of friends are all saying bad. The man's doing good, buying you shit, taking you places, randomly taking you places, showing up to work, giving you gifts. I never did none of this, by the way. Just an example. I swear to God, I never done this shit, by the way. But man does all these things, right? The women, her girlfriends are really jealous of her, but she's too stupid to realize it because love makes people dumb. It doesn't with love. And this is why with men, we have to use love logically. We can't be super emotional towards a woman, even out of love without it being considered weak and unnatural for us. So love becomes logical. Right? Love isn't an emotion because an emotion is temporary. And therefore, love doesn't last. For a woman, love is an emotion. It's love is what she feels right now. So, of course, she can love you one minute and break up with you the next week. What the... Men don't understand it. That lo- the the love, the love of God is not even emotional. The love of God is logical. For most spiritual men, it's common sense. Love, love for the Lord is logical. So why should love? Technically, why should love for women be anywhere near the love of the Lord? Because what we do is we're connected to the flesh. So is sex. So is affection and things like that. So that becomes our lust gets caught up in what is considered to be love. What the? And women use it as a weapon. Women use it as a weapon. For men to look at love as something logical love for the woman, love for the family, right? Rather than, rather than this. And just look at it with, look at it with, um, parenting, right? The woman's emotional, the woman's nurturing. She's a caregiver, but she can also be a wretched bitch. She can also just black the fuck out, wild out for no reason. Her time in a month or, She'll go through a small incident and it'll fuck her day up and she'll blow up at anybody, including the kids. And then look at the father's love. The father ain't around because the father's working. You in the goddamn house because of the father. All right. So the father ain't going to be around. But when he's around, he's going to make sure everything's good. He's not going to be super emotional about shit because that love is logical. It makes sense, right? Really sit back and think about that. When you when when a man so-called loves a woman, there's nothing good about that. In essence of long-term longevity, how you're going to feel 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, which 9 times out of 10 most of the couples don't stay together that long, especially with today going forward. Well, <laughs> the the man like look 
the man who's in love is a man who's weak. Okay? A man who's in love is a man who is weak. When he loves emotionally, he loves the way that a woman, the woman will love him. It, it's, it's always going to be, it, it becomes a power struggle almost. Because the women deep down, they don't like that shit. They like it sometimes, but if it's done all the time, they start looking at the man funny. You know what I mean? This man's always taking me places. This man's always doing this. This man's always doing that. Right? And like I said before, her girlfriends, the, the girls that she hang out with, because most of them, it's always the dynamic. And I mentioned it before, this dynamic. And uh, for an example, you know, five five women that hang out, five women that go clubbing, five women that do whatever, right? If one of them gets married, which is like the worst for, for men, for them, that's, they're high on the hog. But if a woman's in a relationship, let's just keep it basic. If she gets into a relationship, it doesn't matter how that guy is to those women. Those women are jealous. They know they're not going to see the friend as much. These pictures are petty. So, so when the woman's not around, they talk shit about her. Oh, well, you know, she too good for us now. Now that she got a man. What the? Bitter, dysfunctional ass bitches, man. Respectfully. Bitter and dysfunctional ass bitches. Nothing more, nothing less. And you, some people going back to friends, some people are hanging out with current old friends, meaning they're hanging out with people that they know are temporary. They know it. I got into a point where it was like, I'm too old for this shit. I'd rather hang out with people that I generally want to hang out with rather than just be around people because I don't got shit else better to do. I'll make music. I'll podcast. I'll find something to do. I'll skate. Legit. Like, I don't I don't give a shit um, about the whole go along to get along, small talk, meaningless conversations. I'm not really for it. But to each his own. I don't know. Maybe y'all are. Love is never emotional for a man. Love is logical. And the reason why a man can't love a woman is because his logic will always outweigh a woman's emotion. I'm going to say that again. The reason why, saying what I've said earlier, that love is logical for a man, right? The reason why a man cannot love a woman because his love in in general, him, what he says in general is more logical than what a woman can display emotionally. More effective, more straight to the point. And that's why certain women can't tolerate him. He can't, she can't manipulate him. So she cannot tolerate him. A man of that stature cannot tolerate her because his, his, her emotions mean nothing to him logically. It means absolutely nothing. Women crying about their previous relationships, what happened to them, go see a therapist. 
I ain't that guy. You got to be direct and you got to be honest about saying shit like this so that you don't waste her time and you don't waste your time. You're actually doing her a favor by just telling a bitch straight up like, yeah, I'm not tolerating that. She want to come in with previous problems in the relationship. She's coming with baggage. You know it. I know it. Why would you? It's like. And it's never to say that men don't have baggage. We just have our own ways of dealing with it. And it just so happens to be more effective than the woman's way of dealing with it. That's all I'm saying. When a man's cheated on or when a man's lied to or when a man's hurt or whatever, he handles that problem accordingly. To whatever, whatever process that he has, he has that process. Now, of course, this process involves, in a lot of cases, being alone, being single, dealing with those issues rather than dragging a woman to the next problem. That, But that's the same thing. More women do that than men, where they'll get out of a tough relationship and then hop into the next bedroom. What the? I mean, really sit like, like that logic, right, in itself, as a man, when it comes to seeking women, even the des even guys who are bums, even guys who are absolutely desperate when it comes to pussy, they have some weird variation of a strategy. Okay. <laughs> some variation, something of some fashion, some form. Now, the worst thing you can do, <coughs> and like I said, for men, and this is just my personal opinion, the worst thing you can do as a man is to love a woman emotionally. And I know that sounds difficult, it sounds difficult. But the emotional part is easy to deal with because most men aren't emotional like that. That's just, and when I say emotional, I don't mean like, oh, we don't express our emotion. We're just not hyper emotional, right? We're not bawling out crying. We're not just going out there yelling in people's faces. Not all of us, but I'm black. Some niggas do. Not all. But that that idea of not letting the woman affect you emotionally or letting the woman gaslight you or manipulate you to do certain things is essential. If you could if you logically love the woman, you would stay with that woman. You would had no you would had no reason to leave. It's not to say guys don't cheat. But I'm saying if men were to love logically and would display that form of love that is only logical from a man, not emotional, not lovey dovey, none of that horse shit. 
she would be able to understand logical love, but she only knows emotional. She only knows, you know, the notebook, um, Hallmark, uh, Lifetime, love documentaries, disgusting, rom-coms, horrendous. All thought, all emotion, mean, meaning nothing. It's all imagination. It's literally a film. It's literally a book, but they believe it. It's a dis. It's the Disney dynamic. The happily ever after, they believe it. The knight in shining armor, they believe it. What the? I would say this is vintage. This is like I'm going back into my bag, man. This is vintage. Jersey Judah, vintage. 20, 2018 Jersey Judah. What the? But yeah, that's the first segment. We're going to get into the actual video. I just wanted to address all that. 37 minutes in this motherfucking episode. Y'all y'all checked out that uh that clip in the beginning, right? That was like 25. That was like 20. I think I counted. It's like 25 to 30 different news networks going over the same story, word by word, almost even having the same verbal expression, if you will. The same verbal expression, even. Crazy, right? Spooky. I even played the Twilight Zone at the end because I mentioned it in the last episode. So I had to do it. Anyway, episode. Send this to your Democrat friend. Back at it again. We've got one here from The Blaze uh, that is titled, Send This to Your Democrat Friends. Oh, Jesus. The Blaze. Oh, God. It's got to be interesting. Like, share, comment. Make sure you guys hit that like button. It really helps out with the YouTube. I don't think Blaze... Was Blaze in the category? Blaze could have possibly been in that uh, pyramid. I think they're like category two. Blaze, these um, conservatives, these these people. Like I said, just because it's conservative doesn't mean I'm necessarily on board with it. There's a good amount of so-called right-wing guys that I'm not really too privy of. Rhythm, I would greatly appreciate it. All right, and uh, hit that subscribe button if you're new. Join the family, all right? Join the family. And sharing is caring, of course. You know, if you enjoy this video, share it with somebody. Sharing is caring. Send it to a neighbor or something. I will tell you this, the president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Let me start off with two words. Made in America. We hold these truths. This nigga said, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe. Joe sliding Biden, right? Uh, <laughs> this nigga, man, is a fucking mess. Joe Biden, I shouldn't even... It's, I'm not calling him a nigga, man. I, I, I apologize as a black for even considering Joe Biden any form, any variation of a nigga. Joe Biden said he has two words 
and had the audacity to say three made in America. What a failure. What a joke. What a loser. Mission failed. We'll go next time. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, This is the president of the United States of America. I want y'all to realize, sit back and just enjoy the chaos, right? This shit is going to become bizarro world within the next year. It's going to be bizarro world. I don't know what these people got planned, but I know they got something planned and it ain't good. I know that. Look at what's going on, man. These these so-called uh who are these people? Um these so-called Republican candidates, they're all trash. They're gu- they yo. They're flunkies, all of them. It's like you're 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 announcing your loss just by announcing you're going, you're running. You're announcing the feet from the door. What's the point? Recognition, maybe. Who knows? Who knows with these people? Matter of fact, let's just give you a quick reminder real quick. Just just so y'all know. Hold up. Out of politics, the Republican presidential field keeps growing with three new candidates set to throw their hats into the ring this week. All right. Got cut off. So now this is just be added into the episode. What the? I got to finish this video. So I'm going to play this video, go in the crib real quick, grab something, and um, go over this briefly and wrap up this episode officially. So let's get into it. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. <laughs> Let me start off with two words. Made in America. We all these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know, you know the thing. thing. You know the thing. Half the women in my cabinet more than you know the thing. Half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women on the, in my administration are women. No one's ever wondered. I mean, what I say more than half what of I the say, women in your cabinet are women. Oh, what, what? Questions I sometimes say all that I mean. I, I guess that old expression, the proof is put is in eating. I'm going to hand it over to uh, Secretary. Mr. Secretary, I'm going to have you speak now. I was going to put him in. Uh, <laughs> oh man oh it just reminded me this 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 wasn't the clip which is crazy this is crazy this clip right here secretary mr secretary i'm gonna have you mr secretary he called Buddha Judge Booty Juice once. <laughs> I want to say that was a YouTube short that I dropped where you said that. Oh man, I don't remember, but I remember checking it out with you guys, and oh man. <laughs> he called him He called him Pete Booty Juice. <laughs> And apparently that wasn't that wasn't the only time. I mean, he was. It sounded like he was about to say booty juice right here too in this clip. I mean, goodness gracious! 
It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or political power. I'm running as a proud Democrat. Repeat the line. Higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or, or political power. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. If you agree with me, go to Joe. 30330 and help me in this fight. Text Joe 23. Excuse me, I got to get this right. Joe to 30330. That's why we were defeated in 2018 when they tried to do we went to 54 states. The way Trump the way China will respond is when we gather the rest of the world that in fact invades in and free and in, in open trade and making sure that we're in a position that the world uh, that that we deal with WHO the right way that that in fact that's when things began to change. That's when China that's when uh, China's behavior is going to change. We bring social workers into homes of parents to help them deal with how to raise their children. It's not that they don't want to help. They don't want they don't know quite what to do. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. A kid coming from a very poor school, or a very poor background, will hear four million words fewer spoken by the time they get there. It's a case where we cannot. Joe? Talking about raising kids? Nah. Nah. I ain't taking no advice from him. Absolutely not. Let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around to 16. We have never, never let our democracy second fiddle way that we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health the first frost you know what's happened it had to put on your windshield wipers to get it's not a democracy it's a constitutional republic but hey anyway. first frost you know what's happened it had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window that's why i and so damn many other people i grew up have cancer so there's a lot of 
Maybe that's why you got some brain cells missing. I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I was I was talking about um, this video I was watching on my phone for a second. I'm sorry. That 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 wasn't about Joe. <laughs> Man, goodness gracious. Major things we've done. But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is, uh, um, let me say another way. Well, see, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, well, we haven't been able to communicate well, it. I'm prepared to say. <laughs> yeah, because there isn't anything to communicate. And even if there was, you couldn't communicate it. Eliminate it. And you just displayed it. You're out of here. Great job. That's something that you did good. <laughs> Legit. That is something. Listen, I just found something that Joe Biden was good at. He's good at displaying how bad he actually is. <laughs> I found something, guys. I found it. I found it. I found it. I could finally say... I know something he's good at. <laughs> that I have a record of over 40 years and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I probably best I don't. Bugging. Nigga so bugging. <laughs> the nigga's a bug out. Joe Biden, the bug out. Joe sliding Biden, the bug out. He don't know where he at. He talking about himself. He's in his mind competing against himself. What the? Send this one to all your Democrat friends. And uh, to any Democrats that happen to be watching. Um, is this actually who you really want? This is who they voted for. Was was that who you wanted office still? This guy? That's your guy. That's your guy. That's who you will elect. And by the way, they don't want any um they don't want any opponents for Biden on the Democrats. For the Democrats. They don't. They're siding with Biden. What the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. In my opinion, as a Democrat, as much as I, I, I would hate to say it, just on the term of it being a Democrat, he's the best option for the Democratic Party. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. So they're trying to X him out. They're trying to X a couple people out. They want Biden. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I can't comprehend it in the way that Biden can't comprehend a fucking sentence, a question, a response, a walk up the steps, anything. Pink over Uncle Trump. Uncle now Trump. Now explain to me why. <laughs> Uncle Trump. After the video you just watched, for, for any Democrats watching, after that video you just watched of your president, of our president, really, Mumbling, bumbling, stumbling over all types of words. And there's more clips than that. Right? You would choose that over Uncle Trump? 
because the media painted Uncle, Uncle Trump, Trump in a bad light. Uh, Uncle and Trump. And I used to be one of those people that believed it. Shucking and jiving, dude. Believe it or not, as, as much stuff as jiving. I say now in my videos, I used to be <laughs> one of the folks that kind of believed what the media was saying. Tap dancing. I'm ashamed to admit it. Repent. But the truth is the truth. It is what it is. Gotta repent. It is what it is. You know? I can't change it. Right? The past is the past. You know? <laughs> hey, if I could time travel, <laughs> man, I have a whole lot of money. I tell you that. <clears throat> if I figure out how to time travel, goodness gracious. Sheesh. But all seriousness, <clears throat> I used to be one of the folks that believed it. Oh, yeah. Trump, no good, very bad, terrible guy, terrible guy. And then I embarked on this journey and it really opened my eyes to the truth, to what is actually happening. And if, if you guys remember when this journey first started, I sounded nothing like what I sound now. The whole thing's been documented, documented. The videos are still up. So feel free if you want to kick back one Saturday and go through the journey with me. Uh, it started a little over a year ago, so you'd have to go back a little over a year on the channel. One of my first videos, I think, was a Jordan Peterson video, and it wasn't even a political video. It was just like a rag dag. Um, it, it, oh man, what was what was that Jordan Peterson video on? I'm pretty sure my first video was Jordan Peterson, and then like my second one was like a Thomas Soul video. <laughs> And, you know, from there, you know, it, it's been on and on. I, 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 I've checked out um, all, all kinds of people, all kinds of folks from both sides, from both sides of the aisle. Candace Owens, Charlie Kirk, uh, you know, the, the whole gamut. Um, what's, what's, the, what's the black guy's name that was debating um, Jordan Peterson? And he called him, you know, some kind of crazy name. And he always speaks in big words. Michael, Michael Eric. Blackson? No. Dyson. I don't know any of these people. I know Jordan Peterson. Um, Jordan Peterson's always been sort of a coin toss type of guy. And what I mean is on certain issues, on certain subjects, he's usually spot on with what he talks about. Um, when he's going after... Whether he realizes it or not, he doesn't say it like this. But when he goes after the feminists or when he comes back at the feminists, he's usually spot on with his information. Now, the whole crying publicly shit, it's not, it's not the best thing to do. But if that's what he had to do, that's what he had to do. But outside of that, I don't think it's not that because, like I said, I, I can agree with a lot of things he talks about. I just don't like reacting to what he says because the way he speaks, he kind of drags shit along. Like I can listen, but I, I couldn't react to it. Uh, Thomas Soul is a little similar, but a lot of things he says is actually based on research. So it's more factual. And more easier to listen to. Mike Michael Dyson is that is that his name? I think it, he he has like two last names or something. Um, 
there was there was an older white gentleman. I can't I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. I'll, I'll check them all out. And after watching all of those videos, this is where I ended up realizing that mainstream media lied to me. <laughs> 